The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. They call us conspiracy theorists for talking about the New World Order and the Great Reset. Politicians across the globe are openly talking about the New World Order, and Klaus Schwab wrote a book on the Great Reset. Conditioning has blinded the people from actual reality. What about all these wildfires? Many people are beginning to inquire about the true origins of recent wildfires, since in many cases the homes are decimated while the surrounding forests remain almost fully intact. Mounting evidence suggests that directed energy weapons are actually the cause, which use a concentrated beam of electromagnetic energy directed at a certain location, resulting in devastating effects. This may explain why the fires seem so selective. While wildfires are destructive and deadly, they are profitable for various industries and geopolitical agendas such as Agenda 2030. And did you know that the same institutional investors, mostly BlackRock and Vanguard, own the media, pharma, food, all social media networks, the tech companies, Google, Apple, and pretty much everything you buy? They, quote-unquote, invest in our governments. They are majority shareholders. They own Costco, Walmart, and all the large chain stores. That's why they were allowed to stay open, packed to the rafters with customers, when all the small business owners had to close their stores. All for the greater good. There is no undue influence or coercion at all. The push of the idea of climate change is nothing but a weaponized agenda because we are allegedly not controlling the CO2 emissions. This makes Larry Fink, BlackRock's CEO, Earth Inc.'s CEO. And if the 3.5 trillion bill passes, we are now facing an increased personal income tax from 34 to 36.3%. All trades are subject to an increased long-term capital gains from 20 to 25%. The worst news of all? Biden wants to double the IRS agent employment from 70,000 adding another 80,000 for a total of 150,000 employees. And all bank transactions over $600 will be subject to IRS review, personal, business, and investment accounts. For this and much more, stay with us. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Deborah Tavares is a third-generation land developer of residential construction. Deborah has been self-employed in a family-operated business for over 30 years. It was during this process that 
restrictions of property rights became evident under the creeping constraints of the United Nations Agenda 21 through the land use limitations, restrictions, regulations, fees, and increased liability exposures. Deborah Tavares joins us from Northern California. Hello, Deborah, and welcome to Veritas. Welcome back, Ashley. How are you? Well, Mel, thank you so much. Um, as everyone may know, I do run the website StopTheCrime.net and also PrimaryWater.org. I will be referring to those two websites throughout our discussion today, Mel, because I've posted many, many videos of which I can't cover in depth during our time, but I can certainly reference them. And uh, today, of course, is um, September the 15th of 2021, and uh, it's a Wednesday. And for us here in Northern California, so that all of you know what it's like, because the country's experiencing a rash of attacks from multiple um, types of weather weapons being used for profit and traded on the uh, exchange for, for monetary systems. We're all only commodities, and we are being attacked. And we'll go into that a little bit more in a bit. But I wanted to... Um, tell all of you what we face every day here in Northern California, and many of you do as well where you are, but based on different circumstances of the types of attacks that you're going to experience for today, actually, here in Northern California, they are conducting a fire evacuation drill, and uh, it's in one of the cities, and it will start today at 5 o'clock, just as we're ending our program today, Mel, and it will be about 15 minutes and they're saying you will hear a high-low siren, but there is no need to bug out with your bug-out bag and evacuate during this drill because it's only a drill. And they're telling us that the public safety officers will be driving through the city with high-low sirens equipped in their patrol vehicles, and they are the same sirens used by all of our Sonoma County law enforcement and during this drill, residents may hear the sirens followed by an announcement reminding residents this is a drill to hear the high-low sirens sound. Now, I did a video on uh, the evacuation plans here in uh, Northern California and actually where you live as well. Now, I want to say a few things. I'm having a tremendous difficulty keeping my information up and getting it out. I have a way in which you can sign up and get our email blast, but even that now is being targeted as far as people think they've signed up, they're not hearing from StopTheCrime.net, it's because you've been deleted off the list and not by us. So I've been informed by a number of people that this has happened. So I would ask all of you, because we really are reporting on a regular basis at the scene of the crime here near Bohemian Grove, between San Francisco, and in, in what is considered one of the Rothschild territories, because they own a tremendous amount of vineyards here. Their presence is very well known here. And um, recently, uh, we attended a meeting here, and uh, we discovered that the ev evacuation notes, the zones, or the um, know-your-zone requirements that they're telling us we must know, no, during an evacuation, I just read to you a simulated um, evacuation high-low siren that's taking effect today. 
and why people may want to reconsider uh, not evacuating when they're told to do so. And certainly when you realize that uh, the evacuation maps are all put together by the military. I did not know that until I discovered it, researched it, and posted it. So it is on StopTheCrime.net, and I'm actually trying to find the name of that mill right now because I am just continuously moved around, it seems. And, um, uh, okay, it's called Warning, Local War Maps. Um, disclosed, well, that's disclosed as microgrids. That's another uh, situation we will talk about. Is that the same as, the, the, sorry to interject, is that the same as the Know Your Zone maps? Yes, Know Your Zone maps are military maps. And they're put together by military operation that uses um, LRAD, long-range acoustic weapons systems. And it's all voice-to-skull type of announcements, very much like many targeted individuals hear voices in their head. Well, LRAD can project voices towards evacuation or evacuees and tell them to leave, and they will change their mood and people will leave. Now, I have a video up there on how you uh, avoid hearing that sound, which can be brutalizing also in your brain by putting your hands over your ears. So I would recommend that everybody look at that video that I recently posted probably about six weeks ago and um, and understand what is happening here in this country. We have been taken over. And what I discovered when I looked at Know Your Zone, um, after I went to a local meeting, one of the first local meetings that was not uh, required to be on Zoom, since this whole uh, COVID situation. And I saw the map rolled out on a large table and could not see my zone. It was just as large as it was, it was too small to see. So I asked for a copy of that map, and I actually spent a couple of days trying to get it. It was a map of the entire Sonoma County area. Again, Sonoma County is about one hour north of the Golden Gate Bridge. It is one of the largest cities between San Francisco and the Oregon border. And uh, we house, as I said earlier, quite a bit of Rothschild influence here. We also have what is called a geothermal operation uh, on the mountains here in Santa Rosa that are fracked with um, sewer water that's pumped up there 40 miles, and it, it creates electricity. And over the years, Mel, I wondered why when I would go to some of the local meetings, the uh, Department of Defense was in attendance and other Washington um, agencies. And I thought, why is the Department of Defense here? And I finally understood that um, Rothschild, uh, which is PG&E, runs and owns the... Um, uh, the geothermal operation, one of the largest ones in the country here in Santa Rosa. And they're selling generated electricity, which is extremely costly, to people here that sign up for it. And uh, that was a rude awakening uh, to learn about this operation. We actually went and toured the geothermal site. But I don't want to digress because there's no 
there's an there's no end to the ability to digress because we're in such an enormous situation now, all of us, every single one of us. Deborah, it seems to me it seems to me that this is almost like a terraforming event, almost as if they're trying to get rid of the inhabitants of Earth Inc. to bring their own. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the um, documents that I will be blasting out today is about terraforming. And I'll go over that right now. And then I'll go over the NASA war document that I've spoken about for years. At the time when I first uh, discovered this with a friend, um, I didn't fully understand all the words. Um, it was too outrageous to be true, and I thought it was something maybe not true. I'll go over that also in a moment. But um, I'm blasting this out from StopTheCrime.net today, and I blast out probably maybe once a week or once every two weeks, so you're not inundated with information. But uh, when I'm not doing a radio show, I'll send this information out so you can hear what's happening. And this one today is called Terraforming. And it's a carbon sinking machine switched on in Iceland that will remove 400,000 tons of CO2 from the atmosphere each year, harming the rainforest and all of the food crops. And we're going to talk about more of how water is being used to terraform as well. But this is about this machine. Uh, the co-founder did not comment on the global famine that would result from the reducing of CO2 levels harming food crops and rainforests. And, of course, we know that the overhead aerosol spraying program is also poisoning everything on the ground, the soil, adding flammable, uh, massive uh, capability for the fires to burn the way they are in all of the western United States and everywhere else also and worldwide. But the main challenge for this organization, which is called CLIMWORKS, C-L-I-M-E, WORKS, is lowering the cost of its service. Individuals who want to purchase carbon offsets can pay the company up to $1,200 per ton of CO2. And for bulk purchases, the cost is closer to $600 per ton. But let's get into this. When fully operational, this means that customers will be able to greenwash their own emissions by hiring this firm to burn electricity to run massive carbon scrubbing machines that alter the atmosphere in a way that harms food crops and makes the planet less green and colder. Only in an insane world could this be considered good for the environment. So let's discuss this a little bit further. It is the world's uh, biggest carbon sucking uh, machine uh, called Orca. And it is a $15 million device that can capture 4,000 tons of CO2 per year and is built to reverse climate change, but actually harms rainforest food crops by reducing carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. I'm going to pause here for a moment and interject because I think that people um, are not aware of the decline in the overall plant life um, as it is right now. We're seeing dead forests by the millions all over the United States and abroad as well because there has been substantial terraforming already with the overhead chemtrailing death dumps that we're all experiencing. 
and the toxic rain and water that is coming down from the secondary water supply from rain and snowmelt, which we think is a water supply, and it is not. When water is created down below the mantle of the earth and comes up as primary water, and we'll get into that also. But to continue with this large terraforming uh, apparatus, they will uh, direct uh, air capture. And the machine was created by a Zurich-based company, Coimworks, uh, and was launched um, as a power station in Iceland. This is only a week ago that this was all launched. Orca uses a filter to extract and permanently remove CO2 from the surrounding air. It is estimated to capture, again, 4,000 cubic tons of carbon dioxide per year, equivalent to an annual emissions from 790 cars. Orca is a stack of metal air scrubbers that suck in CO2 from the surrounding ambient air using fans. It is then... Uh, it then can be extracted using a chemical filter. The CO2 is stored underground, reducing the amount of greenhouse gas that reaches the atmosphere. The gas can be stored permanently in deep geological formations or used to make fuels, chemicals, building materials, and other products. They go on to tell us that Again, they did not comment on the harm to all plant life and the food supply. And um, they noted that the technology can be replicated at different locations worldwide on even a larger scale to increase the amount of CO2 being captured. And the demand for the carbon removal at Orca is so high that the company described to scale up the plant or has decided to scale up the plant uh, and build one roughly 10 times larger in about three years. Investors are already pouring in as companies and governments find ways to mitigate global warming. And, of course, we know that lowering and requiring the levels of greenhouse gas emissions and CO2 emissions is just a fraud. So they go on, uh, when fully operational, this means customers will be greenwashing, as I said, and only an insane world could be uh, considered good for the environment. So we're in an insane world for this to be considered good for the environment that is being terraformed. So when I look back at the NASA war document that I've covered many, many times over the years, uh, my friend that I used to cover this with is now deceased, sadly. But we spent many, many hours on a variety of radio shows now discussing this this plan. I'm going to go over some of the pages just in uh, a paragraph per page to let people know what was told to us so long ago. In the words, we have all been socially molded into um, not understanding words and, and discarding things that we do not hear. Uh, we just cast them away. And it's all part of the uh, the mind control that has been augmented now. So this was a, a document that was a PowerPoint delivered a few months before 9-11, now 20 years ago, by Dennis Bushnell, who was the chief scientist at the NASA Langley Research Center. You can find this document on StopTheCrime.net. 
uh, just type in the NASA war document. That's what I call it. It has a longer name than that. But all of this is now. It's been happening, and it has been happening. And uh, it was put together by the U.S. Air Force, by DARPA, the CIA, the FBI, Southern Command, Atlantic Command, Australian Department of Defense, and many, many more. And I wanted to just read this because you all need to understand what's happening to our illusion that we have a representative government and we have representatives. We don't. We do not. And at this moment, I would like to encourage everyone to read the book, The Great American Adventure by Judge Dale. The Great American Adventure by Judge Dale. You will hear about the bankruptcy in 1933 and what has since happened to the United States with rewritten history and with realities that do not exist. And we have been taught a false history. We've been taught false circumstances, and we are really literally living in a false sense of reality, which is no reality at all. So because um, most politicians, aides, and the U.S. government officials have breathed in smart dust from aerosol spraying, these particles, which reside in various parts of the brain, can be flashed and stimulated to entrain thought and severe psychomotor, a.k.a. acting out, seizures and behaviors. Many politicians and their aides, as well as many U.S. government officials, are having more and more senior moments due to the aerosol spraying and ingestion of nanobarium, nanoaluminum, which can be reversed, and they t- say by le- by um, lecithin, uh, etc. But I would, um, it's a, a periwinkle plant also. But now moving into some of the short snippets from the pages of the NASA war document on page four. It says this presentation is based in all cases upon existing data, trends, analysis, and technologies. And they use an interesting word, no pixie dust. So for my generation, that meant no disinformation, so no pixie dust. That's in this PowerPoint that was delivered. And the, and the NASA document is about robots, cyborgs, and eliminating humans. And on page 93, for example, it said, exploit CNN syndrome. Well, we see that happening now, all news media. Exploit it. Why? We're going to hear about that. Sink carriers via swarm attacks. Capture, torture Americans in living color on prime time. Terror attacks within the continental United States using binary bio critical infrastructure takedown with um, uh, weapons, uh, electromagnetic pulses, and radio frequencies against the brain, etc. They talk about the need to have serious psi war, collateral damage, exploitation, and more. That was only on page 93. Then on page 9, it said humans have taken over and vastly shortened evolution. They will now be directing evolution. Page 14, key future technologies, automatic, robotic, everything, genetic engineering before birth. Page 66 talked about increasingly critical human limitations. So our human limitations are increasingly critical 
And here are our downsides. We are too large. We're too heavy. We're too tender. That, that's not only emotionally, but also exterior. They want exoskeletons. They're creating a new interior uh, skeleton inside many super soldiers that I've interviewed over the recent months. They also say we're too slow, physically and mentally, and we require enormous cost, and humans have rapidly decreasing to negative value added. And the very following page, on page 67, it talks about robotics in the large, how robotics and the ability to have non-human intervention to save lives enhances affordability, redefines risk and threat to the environment, and enhances effectiveness. So we are too harsh on the environment. So robots that don't uh, require the type of cost to exist that we do are going to be in the large. On page 35, it talks about examples, confluence of um, the Internet of Things, bio and nanotechnologies. They talk about the brain of a sea lamprey uh, inserted and connected to the body of a robotic fish, an initial cyborg. And then I found this to be very interesting and concerning given the fact that we are in a Hunger Games Mad Max type of reality now and fast moving into that with loss of jobs and people um, not having enough money to feed themselves nor their families, pay the rent, etc. So on page 35 of the document, it says that they have a choo-choo uh, flesh plant-eating robot that hunts biodigest natural foods to live off of the land. And the choo-choo robot inventor, who was Stuart Wilkinson, um, expressed concern about the dangers of the robots eating humans or other animals. And these will be released, this will be the cleanup crew, to prowl uh, the landscape as we attempt to survive and so much more. Page 43, it talks about microdust weaponry, mechanical analog to biomecron-sized mechanized dust, which is distributed as an aerosol inhaled into the lungs. The dust mechanically bores into the lung tissue and executes various pathological missions. They say it's a completely new class of weaponry, which is legal. Now, I will add something here now. Nothing that harms the planet as far as the ecosystem goes, nothing that um, attacks humans or animals of any level is illegal. Everything is legal. The court systems are corrupt. They're illegal. I find and see so many people now going before local city councils talking about the uh, passports that are coming, uh, thinking that their city councils can uh, vote no, and people just simply don't realize we're a corporation, as you said in the beginning, Mel. We're USA Inc., and we're also Earth Inc. So on page 45 of the NASA War document, it talks about beam weapons that will become increasingly prevalent. So when we think about, I'm adding this, as we think about all of the military equipment that was intentionally left in Afghanistan, many people were irate, thinking, look at the millions upon millions of millions of dollars um, of all sorts of weapons. 
and including even the military dogs. They weren't taking any dogs out, any animals out at all with any of the evacuees. The CDC um, was in control of, of that. However, um, what's important to recognize is, is that we're in a new type of weapon systems. They simply don't need that old, antiquated type of, of uh, weapons systems anymore. May I interject for a second, Deborah? I apologize. Yes. You mentioned the CDC, which is, by the way, not even a government entity. It's a 503C nonprofit organization that lives on philanthropists, on big farmers' donations and so on. Why the CDC? Why are they? Why were they in charge of the evacuations? And by the way, I've heard that priority was given to Afghans. And I understand we had translators and thousands of other people who helped us, but no masks. They were given ivermectin. And here we're demanding people to get vaccinated. It just doesn't make sense. Why the CDC? Well, the CDC is is a corporation, as you said. It is um, uh, not a philanthropic or a a a corporation that is concerned about our health. It is a business. It's doing business in marketing vaccines. That's what it does. And yet, it has it has taken over our medical uh, our medical uh, groups now in the United States. And it is um, listed on Dun and Bradstreet, and it's located in Georgia. So it is uh, it is not what we believe the CDC to be. It's an arm of a a tyrannical takeover, and part of the totalitarian takeover we're experiencing now. So uh, when we think of the CDC, we have to keep in mind it is a corporation doing business, and the business is um, dispersing vaccines. And now with the um, different states of emergency, uh, which has been written into our um, predatory laws, uh, they're taking control of much of what is occurring nationwide. But let me continue with uh, this document. Um, so, again, I said that I was talking about how beam weapons will be increasingly prevalent which is why they were able to leave all that equipment behind. Not only, of course, to stir up what's happening there with the equipment, but also the fact that we as a, as a military-dominating um, country operating, we, there are three capitals. It's the Vatican, it's, it's the bankers of London, and it's Washington, D.C. Those are the capitals. And we are a military uh, war horse for the world. And we have different types of weapon systems, and we work in collaboration with all governments that we believe we might be enemies with. It's a collaboration. On page 50 of the NASA document, they talk about the effects of low-power microwaves. And there was a very interesting U.S. Army uh, document that I have posted on the resource document tab of StopTheCrime.net, and it was through the Walter Reed Army uh, and um, it was amazing. I've discussed that in detail. But in the NASA war document, they, they bring it up, and they say that they know that the low-power microwaves will create behavioral uh, performance detriments and will, will also cause seizures, gross alteration in brain function, 
and increases in brain blood flow and lethality. And so when we think about what we're seeing with the reduction of oxygen, which is occurring now, we'll talk about that in the surface water supply worldwide, how we have massive dead zones where the fish cannot migrate up the streams and rivers, and we're being blamed for uh, all of those occurrences, and I will discuss that further as well. Um, But then they talk about on page 55, and then I'm going to jump into some of our local headings here in our newspaper and relate to some of these things in our local um, uh, exploit us through our newspaper. Uh, They say on page 55, what is legal? Microwave warfare is legal. Chemical warfare is legal. Uh, Chemical and psychological effects via sensory organs, weapons, such as smell, etc., is legal. So attacking our smell. Uh, They talk about hostage and terrorism is all, of course, legal. Cywar, legal. Acoustic weaponry, all legal. Mechanical microdust, it's all legal. So when we think about the acoustic weapon systems that we're all being beamed with now, all of the time, the only way that I can see that we can somewhat survive around this continuous assault on our brains because this, they're after our minds. Not only, Mel, do they want to terraform and are terraforming the very world we live on, but they want our minds, they want control of everything. We are a commodity, our body parts, our blood. When I did a story recently that came out of Europe, some friends of mine in Europe sent me these documents about adrenochrome. And it really, I was really um, set back for a couple weeks after looking at the names of the children that were kidnapped and or sold for the use of harvesting their blood. And this was within the United States at many closed-up military bases. I have a show I did on adrenochrome, and I show those documents, so you could certainly take a look. But, Mel, in those documents, it showed the, the names of the children. This was only one facet of the adrenochrome operation where they they drain the blood out of out of children that are terrorized and they're terrorized to increase the oxygen in the blood supply and it is a highly priced blood elixir for those that partake in the drinking of blood and so as i looked through those lists of children and i looked at their ages the children in this particular um, business were from Canada, the United States, and Costa Rica. And it gave their names and their ages and the country of origin. It also discussed their profitability as far as their adrenal chrome extraction. And it talked about their planned demise date, when they would be killed. I saw that list. And I saw that list, and as you said... It has almost like an expiration date for the uh, children. It does. And what I didn't realize when I was reviewing all of that material, because it was so heartbreaking and, and, and gut-wrenching, to see and know that as we're speaking right now, Mel, 
children are being exploited, terrorized, and their blood is drained. And there's so much more than that even, of course. But what I didn't know and found out after my initial disclosure of these documents, because I discussed the uh, location, the address of where you could purchase adrenochrome and the various values and how it was rated as A plus, A minus, um, B, etc. And um, I gave the address on air, but I never researched where that address was. And someone brought it to my attention, and I collaborated that. It was in the Trump Tower. Now, do we know that they that you know they knew that this organization was there? We don't. But that was the address where they were marketing the adrenochrome. So I leave that there because this is not political in any way. This is just to be factual with information, and it can rest on you as you so choose. But I want to get back to some of the things that we must do, because what we're experiencing right now is the intentional use of technology to uh, crank up the temperature uh, nationwide, and they can actually crank up the temperature regionally or directed on certain communities in certain areas and if they're not politically obedient. And likewise, as they can also do with freezing temperatures, as we saw most recently in Texas and other states during that deep freeze. Um, and I can only say that we're in a period of time that boggles the mind. And for many people are asking, Deborah, where can we move? What should we do? Well, Mel, there is nowhere to move because these plans are already adopted in every city, in every county, in every state, across this entire country, and every other country, including island nations, worldwide. And the plan, of course, are the sustainable development plans, which are death plans to society. And the death plans enumerate the goals and the goals we're seeing occur now with the illusion of water shortages. So I'm going to continually remind everybody that's listening, we are not running out of water. Water is a renewable. We are continually, continually being bombarded with false information. So while it's important to understand we're not running out of water and it is a renewable, it's also equally important to understand how you must access it. And uh, I'll go over that in a moment, but I want to go over some of these uh, points for the ecology because this is what we face. Uh, this is what our overlords deem, and they do deem this. And it's called deep ecology, and it can be summarized quickly by just a couple of points. I'm not using all of the points. But all life, human and non-human, has equal value. Resource consumption above what is needed to supply vital human needs is immoral. Human population must be reduced, and industrialized civilizations must radically change present economic, technological, and ideological structures. And this is all funded, this is rolled out, and this is what we face. Now, I, I went over a, an article that um, somebody sent me from the Wayback 
uh, tracking in a New York Times article back in April of 1976. And the author who wrote this, probably one of the last contributors in a, in a newspaper that wrote the truth about the war of the weathers. That's what it was called. The New York Times article dated April 17th of 1976, War of the Weathers. And you can find that uh, on StopTheCrime.net. Um, and I'll just read some of this to all of you so that you'll understand why you're seeing what is happening worldwide with the weather events and how it's, it is really all commoditized and money and profits are being made as we are being decimated because the insurance companies are in on the profiteering of all of this as well. It's just uh, an unbelievable circumstance. I'm just going to read some of the article to you now, um, and these are just a few excerpts. Uh, it, from space, one can control the Earth's weather, cause droughts and floods, change the tides, and raise the levels of the sea make temperature climates rigid. And um, back then, some of the representatives said, this is a joke, this can't happen. Uh, this was in a session in Congress in 1957 when they thought that this was just a conspiracy theory, a fantasy. But then they made the fantasies real by ordering rainmaking in Southeast Asia between 1967 in 1972, and then-President Richard M. Nixon authorized at least $3.6 million annually on secret cloud seeding over North and South Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia, in an attempt to muddy the trails and slow enemy movements. This enhanced rainfall by 30%. Pentagon officials uh, said uh, this is humane, saying that raindrops don't kill people. Bombs do. The Department of Defense denied it was seeding over North Vietnam in 1971 when the nation suffered the heaviest rains since 1945. Now, in 1945, a million Vietnamese died of flood and famine. So I want all of you to think right now about what's happening uh, with all of the um, rain and flood events that you hear about people suffering through. And uh, that's intentionally done because they can literally create increased tides so the water doesn't exit at the mouth of the rivers and it backs up. And this is done by many other methods as well. But I'm going to continue with this article. Um, Senator Claiborne Pell in 1973 uh, introduced a resolution calling for an international treaty to prohibit environmental warfare. The Pentagon says its Climate Dynamics Program, formerly Project um, Nile Blue, is peaceful and needed to detect Soviet attempts to disrupt the North American weather. Because we are, of course, I'm adding this now, we are in a weather warfare of other countries, and one of the uh, the Genocide Treaty, which I've posted, said genocide is legal as long as one's own government is not killing its own people. Well, the United States and other countries do not have their own governments because it's all a corporate system. So killing us with weather events, whether it's an inside job, 
or whether we allow the Russians to come and hit us as they did in uh, Medford, Oregon back in the 70s with frequencies that caused about um, a dozen suicides because of the overload of frequencies that came in through the antennas in Medford, Oregon. You can look that up. But getting back to this article, uh, I also just want to say, because I just told you uh, Project uh, Nile Blue, and that was a weaponized weather uh, system that we used on Cuba also during the time that we were flooding out Vietnam. We were um, causing droughts in Cuba, uh, trying to upset their tobacco growing. Um, and it goes on, climate dynamic research using computer models of oceans and atmosphere have studied ways to melt the polar ice caps, generate destructive storms, and otherwise use key environmental instabilities to release huge amounts of energy. It's all about the misuse of energy. I added that. They have found how the United States, acting secretly from space, could inflict bad weather on the Soviet Union, thereby ruining harvests and keeping that country dependent on the United States grain imports. They go on, in the Soviet Union, engineers were reversing the Arctic flows of rivers and creating island uh, seas, actions that experts say will alter global climate, and this was considered peaceful. In 1975, the National Academy of Scientists reported that cooling in the Northern Hemisphere since the 1940s makes the start of a new ice age within 100 years a small but very possible reality. And they go on to conclude by saying, um, scientists determine whether the cooling is caused by humans if one nation's bad weather is caused by another's weather modification program. The hostility arising from such programs, we can obviously see is obvious, but people continue, I'm adding this, to not understand that the weather is fully controlled and has been for a very long time. This would be droughts, fires, uh, fires, um, earthquakes, tornadoes. But they go on to say the global climate changes prompt many nations to use modification uh, technologies and techniques. The world's unstable political climate demands that such techniques um, be used and reparations for those who suffer drought or storm will be paid. The tiniest tampering of of the natural balances can set off chain reactions with unforeseen consequences. And um, again, this is from the New York Times, an article back on April 17th of 1976, War of the Weathers. Now, of course, many of you have since read many documents and patents. We know that the weather is fully controlled everywhere, and uh, yet people still have difficulty in understanding that reality. And what I, what I and many are now understanding with people that are unable to see the very obvious overhead, particularly when the skies are heavily chemtrailed, as they are over us multiple times a week, and particularly before red flag fire warnings when they're announcing that we could potentially have a fire. 
Now, we just came out of a few days of a red flag fire warning. They were talking about dry lightning. Now, um, they had since now caught a number of arson, uh, arsonists that have been here roaming around starting fires. Now, this is how these programs are also fomented. Um, they have assets that can be um, mind-controlled into doing these kinds of deeds, such as arson, along with the drones and the satellites and the ignition uh, the ignition capabilities of all of the heavy metals that just blow up the trees from the inside out. And um, I have a number of videos up. I've been on the scene of the crime of many fires here in Northern California with retired fire captains. And we've noticed that even smart meters have blown up. Now, smart meters have lithium ion batteries in them, lithium-ion batteries explode and they degrade rapidly. In talking to some people about um, alternative energy solutions, such as solar panels and the Tesla um, batteries or other uh, lithium-ion batteries, they say that lithium-ion batteries should be outlawed in the United States in high-fire zones because they can be targeted and they can be used as a weapon, and they are. So you have to look hard at the type of battery, and the silicon gel batteries are the ones that you need to look at. What about, Deborah, when it comes to this push for solar panels, and now the Tesla batteries that people put in their garages, are those lithium batteries as well? And are we talking about a powder keg waiting to happen? Absolutely. I refer to that as the Tesla firewalls not power walls. Right. These are that and they are they are controlled through the internet of things and they shut your ability to continue to um provide power uh when your batteries get down to a certain level and then you don't have the capability of using the stored energy. And this happened to a firefighter friend that we know in the midst of trying to save his home. Uh, and he thought that that kind of system was good, and he went ahead. It's quite expensive. And the power was shut off. And fortunately, uh, we had just told him about a fire pump that was for sale. He went and got that, and he was able to pump water out of a, a large fountain that they had. And if it had not been for that fire pump and the ability to get the water out of that, he would have lost his home. So I can say to all of you that are listening, you must be careful of everything that you are presented as a benefit, because most often it is not. Most often it is not. Remember, the goal is to reduce the population as rapidly as possible, and the enjoyment that the controllers have in seeing the death and destruction and despair and chaos and loss, we have literally are now becoming climate refugees. When I read at the beginning, Mel, of this fire um, alarm system we're having today, uh, where they have people with little bug out bags ready to jump, ready to run. Well, I can say in that, in that, um, information about know your zones, you're going to see how this is a military operation. If you evacuate, 
you may not be allowed back into your home without a permit to return. Now, again, everything is commoditized. So people that are running um, permitted operations for selling food or having animals, they will, in many instances, be allowed early return into fire zones or flooded zones and that kind of thing where other people would not be allowed. And how many days people will not be allowed to return to their homes is up for grabs. And we found out also that there are uh, corporations within the United States, and again, this is another video that I have up, so I would certainly um, ask every single one of you to go on to StopTheCrime.net onto our Odyssey video channel. And when you see my picture on the video, because I post other videos that I like also, but when you see my picture, that's uh, some type of an interview that I've done. And I I discovered what's happening with the FEMA uh, trailers that are being used around this country to house evacuees. And uh, the intention uh, behind the CDC, many of you heard about the interim operational considerations for implementing the shielding approach to prevent COVID-19 infections in humanitarian settings, and this is on the CDC website under COVID-19. Many of you, I hope, have seen that. Well, it's a 10-page document and a disclosure, and it talks about how you will be handled when you end up in a FEMA uh, zone. And we researched deeper than that. And the radio show and the information that I put out, quite frankly, Mel, is shocking, absolutely shocking, because we found that these green zones, evacuation zones, uh, are literally uh, ways in which they can prevent you from turning, returning to your home. We also know that there will be roadblocks and people that are not compliant to the requirements of the health orders or any other orders will be um, directed into these zones. And uh, could, the living condition... Could the V be one of those requirements to return to your home? Absolutely. No question. Because when you are forced to evacuate or told you should, you're, let me add something here. We are in, in Sonoma County. We are not forced to evacuate. Uh, if, if you choose not to leave, they'll come back and just maybe find, hunt for the body. But they are asking that we put evacuation tags on our mailboxes so that they'll know what properties are clear. So they don't have to knock and see if you are there or you're not. So that also um, uh, allows for looters that are shipped in when they know they're going to attack certain areas and they know they're going to attack certain areas on given days and times. And in the 2017 Tubbs fire that we had here in Santa Rosa that over a couple of days burned well over 5,000 homes, jumped the freeway, uh, burned a hotel, etc., cetera, uh, there was a group of people, maybe eight or nine people, that stayed back in the fire zone would not evacuate. They were in a cul-de-sac of homes, and they drew paint uh, a sign across the entrance of the cul-de-sac, and it said, looters will be shot. Now, only one person had a gun, but everyone else had rakes and shovels, and they needed to use them to get the looters out of the cul-de-sac because they were running around the peripheral of the fires looting homes. And the military was here, closing off access to people that were hoping that their home had not burned. In fact, Mel, there was a situation 
where um, some uh, sons of their parents wanted to check on their parents' home. They literally snuck in past the guards to see if their parents' home was still standing or not, and they were arrested. And um, I can I can say that this is a full-on bore military operation. The floods are all in operation to cause mass chaos, destroy our homes. Let's dissect, let's dissect what you're just saying, because this is really strange. Truckloads of looters. This is the same thing that that's happening everywhere. I mean, what we saw last year, last summer, rent a crowd with Black Lives Matter and Antifa and the rest of them. I think it's the same crowd being used for other purposes. But here in Arizona, in my town, a couple of weeks ago, I, I mentioned this on the air, I saw police car after police car escorting about 12 empty buses, like tourist buses, are they? the ones that you see when they're bringing all the, the immigrants, but they were all empty. And after I said that, I get a few emails from people all over the United States saying, I saw the same thing. What could that possibly be, Deborah? Well, I can't guess on what what those are. I can tell you here that the sheriff's department told us at a meeting after the 2017 Tubbs fire that there were busloads of people bust in and they were looters. And when I went into the burn zone because we had family members and we were trying to assist with evacuation, and we had a number of evacuated people um, out uh, with us, um, I saw for myself, and I videoed it at the time, uh, two um, militia people and a guard walking down the street with guns, down a residential street with guns. Now, they had gone around and they had put a red dot on the curb face of the houses that had evacuated where no one was there. And uh, the particular house that I was visiting uh, decided not to leave because they knew that there was going to be the potential of looting, and there was, not at the house that decided to stay. So I can say for those of you that are listening, it is, uh, we're in a crisis. We're on the dinner table of our controllers. We are being destroyed and along with what we're experiencing is mental and emotional um, stress that is becoming very, very difficult to bear. That's why they're looking at changing the area code of many areas now in the country. And they will have a single area code. I want to say it's 811, uh, but I could be corrected on that, which will be a suicide hotline for people that are becoming mentally distraught. This goes back into the Deagle um, document where they talk about the numbers of people that will be murdered within the United States and all the industrialized world uh, and other nations. And they, they talk about the main causes of death under that document will be suicide and the ability to adjust when you're forced to relocate. Now, I want everybody to think about what we're seeing overseas with millions of people that are uh, refugees and the camps that they are living in with barbed wire around them. I want you to think about what I discovered in Know Your Zones and how that translates into the type of thing that we will be relocated into. And if you haven't seen the movie Songbird, 
you might want to, because you will also see a very similar description of what I found in the documents deep behind the CDC discussion of shielding in the green zones. And that is the visual of what it will look like. You will have limited water resources, limited food and clothing. You will have one set of clothing. And Mel, they even talk about um, you will get a gallon of water a day, and that will be for all purposes, bathing, cooking, etc. And if you need more water for um, hygiene purposes, because you won't, that's not enough water, to completely wash yourself, such as if you need to wash your private areas, you can request a little more water on those occasions. And they talk about how there won't be any ingress or egress into the COVID zones and how people will be put there. They'll have to watch after one another because in the beginnings, there won't be nurses or doctors inside these zones. So those that are not ill yet, but are on the fringe being um, uh, defined as COVID victims, they will be put in there and they can help some of the handicapped and people that are already ill or disabled. And I, I can say to you, it is unbelievable where we are being taken and so few understand. So what, what do we do about that, Mel? That's a big question. And I think uh, the only thing that people can do is to try to become as self-reliant as possible. And that would be mean with your water. Be self-reliant. Now, I'm going to go over that in just a minute. Uh, with your electricity, because they're going to pull the plug on electricity. They call it here PSPS, Public Safety Power Shutdowns. They are intentionally shutting the grid down during the attacks that they create. So if you're not on a backup generator with fire hoses, or better yet, with um, solar and silicon gel batteries, please remember this, then you will not have power to pump up and out water from your holding tanks on your rural country properties. Now, Mel, I recently discovered, too, that there's an intentional diversion of um all products that are, are made out of plastic, resin, and that would include paint and all plastic. We have had a real run on here of water tanks, for an example. And um, in fact, I'm going to read some of my headlines right now, and I want to back into water because people need to understand you must do all you can to, number one, know what water is and where it comes from, and help those farmers and ranchers to understand because we're losing our farms. We're losing our food supply. And they are being uh, taken over. This is a massive, massive land theft. And then I'm going to get into another document. I think I mentioned to you a week or so ago, Mel, that I was investigating, and I will go over that a bit as well. So let's talk about how they're prohibiting now people from going into the old growth trees because of fire conditions and climate change. No, this is weapons being used and we're being now prohibited from going into areas where we used to be able to go. We're also being told that the world and the United States were at a code red um, over climate change. Code red. This is the degree of psychological injury and damage that are being done to our children 
who many parents have let them go to re-education camps called schools. And now they are absolutely espousing climate change as their death and their demise. Now, hold on for one I second, Deborah, because we have to take a one and only break. But that's a good segue to part two, which we'll do in a, in a minute. But what you just said about the children, how can we expect that for the last two generations, we've in- implemented and, 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 and employed professors that all they do is spew Marxist ideology It's a cancer that's metastasizing throughout society. And that is the result of what we're seeing now. I mean, look what happened in California. Do you think this recall election was rigged? I think it was, but some people say, no, Mel. People really want Gavin Newsom to stay there. But I want to discuss this. I want to discuss what you were saying, BlackRock and Vanguard, which are the two institutional investors that own Get this, folks. I'll, t- I'll give you the figure when we come back. They own everything. Good. And they actually control the central banks. They have the software, the developers, the software that central banks around the world use. They actually lend money, if you can figure that out, to the central banks. But I want you to tell us your websites. How can people learn more about your great work and so on? And then we'll come back, Deborah. Yes, okay, again, Deborah Tavares, uh, stopthecrime.net. Uh, please go to our Odyssey um, vid channel. The um, website itself is huge, and I have many, many documents. I've really, over the years, spent um, quite a bit of, and made quite a bit of effort to discuss the targeting of individuals uh, and the abuses that the targets have been put through, and it's increasingly becoming more debilitating and more inhumane, and where people are literally being targeted from the inside out based on technologies of self-replicating nanowires and the smart dust and the other aspects of uh, nanobots that are, are being used on people now. And there are many that I've interviewed. Again, uh, go to StopTheCrime.net, the Odyssey channel. Look at all of my um, information. Also go to PrimaryWater.org. And when we get back, Mel, I'm going to go over a few headlines here in my local papers. And then I want to jump into water. This is absolutely critical that people understand what's happening with the illusion that we're running out of water. And we're not. It's a renewable. Folks, this is becoming more of like a speakeasy for the truth. And Deborah, you're losing people of your newsletter. They just don't know why they're being disconnected from your work. The same thing happens to us. And many of you get upset because you subscribe to our, our platform. All of a sudden, you don't get your luck and you get upset. But if you have Yahoo, if you have some of the big ISPs controlling your, your internet service, just know that a lot of them, have blocked us and you have to come directly to us and we'll send your login immediately uh, or or as soon as possible. But if you're not getting it, the moment you subscribe is because your ISP or your email provider has red flagged us and they consider us, believe it or not, we are disseminating social engineering, (laughs) which is exactly what they do to us. Uh, It's an upside that world. But one last thing I want to say, the new future, smart cities, are built by billionaires, and they will be governed as corporations. 
No, no citizens. People, Mel, will ever make it into the smart cities. Right. They're not for people. But no citizens, just company workers, if at all. And the, the robotics. Exactly. AI. AI. Exactly. Yeah. And this is what I want to discuss in part two, too. Because if I were going to another planet and we needed to survive there, we would be pumping that planet with, say, oxygen. And let's say they live on cyanide, just to sake of argument. Wouldn't that be the same here? AI does not need oxygen, so they don't care if they pull the CO2 and kill all our our flora. We'll discuss this more when we come back. Robots don't need oxygen either. Exactly. Silicon-based life forms. This is Mel Hosselrick, and you are listening to Veritas. My special guest today is Deborah Tavares. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the first part of this important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, Proceed to the member section, or join the Veritas family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store, for Focus Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Pure Organic Sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. Now, proceed to the members section or subscribe, to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to Veritas. Because you don't want to believe. You want to know.